Hello and welcome to the live session on interventional neuroradiology, emerging field in neurosciences. I'm your host, Dr. Fazia Khan, and I'm delighted to have with me today Dr. Nishchin Jain, consultant neurointerventional radiology. We will be speaking to Dr. Nishchin to try and understand what is neurointerventional radiology, what is it all about, and how does it help in the treatment of neurological diseases, especially stroke. A very warm welcome to Dr. Nishchint. Uh, thank you, ma'am, for the kind introduction. How are you, Dr. Nishchint? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, it's wonderful to have you with us in this live session. So, uh, Dr. Nishchint, let us start with the role of a neurointerventional radiologist. A lot of our viewers may not be familiar with this term. So, if you can just explain what is the role of a neurointerventional radiologist in the field of healthcare. So, neurointerventional radiologist uh, or basically interventional neuroradiology is not a new field. It has been there for more than two decades and it forms one of the central pillars in neurosciences. Okay. Field basically involves treatment of complex neurovascular or diseases that are related to blood vessels of brain which are treated in a minimally invasive way without opening up of the brain. Okay. The doctor basically uses a pinhole in either the leg or the arm and then he okay. takes his tubes and catheters up into the brain where we are able to perform complex vascular procedures uh, causing minimal mor morbidity to the patient. Okay. And can you explain some of the common conditions or cases uh, which a neurointerventional radiologist usually handles? So, one of the most common conditions that we are now handling is the stroke. So, as we know, stroke or paralysis is when one of the one, one part of the body uh, stops to function. So, if a patient reaches us within within say a window period of 24 hours, we can go and take the clot out and we can restore the blood supply to the brain. Uh, we also treat brain hemorrhage in a minimally invasive way. So one of the types of brain hemorrhage is called as subarachnoid hemorrhage, which is basically hemorrhage into the water of the brain. And the most common cause is one of the arteries has ballooned out. We can go and close, up, close down that balloon uh, using these techniques. The other common group that we treat is known as AVMs or arteriovenous malformation. Simply understood, they are tufts of blood vessels. They are cluster of blood vessels which are entangled together and they have a high tendency to bleed. So we can go and endovascularly, we can go and occlude these vessels so that the patient does not have bleeding in future. Okay. So we are also, I, sorry, sorry, yeah, please go on Dr. Nishin. Yeah, please go on. So we are, we are also now treating uh, uh, another type of brain hemorrhage which is called as a subdural hemorrhage which is basically hemorrhage of the brain surface and we can use minimally invasive techniques to uh, that uh, that can avoid a major brain surgery for the patient we are also treating uh, complex spinal uh, vascular problems where there the, again either there is a vascular malformation within the spinal cord or there is a hypervascular tumor which is drawing a lot of blood and before surgery you can just go and stop all the blood supply to such a tumor. Uh, so um, if I am to understand correctly, uh, this uh, neurointerventional radiology is a minimally invasive way in which the neurological disorders can be addressed. 
is that right absolutely and, and a stroke is one of the major areas where the work of a neurointerventional radiologist is vital so are there some time limit during which the stroke patient needs to reach you before you can uh, you know uh, do these neuro interventions on him so for a patient should should actually reach to an hospital as soon as possible once the patient has recognized or the family has recognized that my patient might be having stroke if a patient presents within 6 hours we can go ahead and open up the brain artery if it has closed down and we can minimize the damage that is going to happen to the brain for some select patients we can offer these procedures up to 24 hours so if a patient has got a stroke and he, the patient should reach hospital as soon as possible and if the patient is able to come within 24 hours then in lot of cases we can actually go ahead open up the brain artery and once you have opened up the brain artery you can minimize the brain damage this leads to minimal loss of quality of life in that patient okay and uh, how soon does the patient uh, recover so in fact in few cases we have seen dramatic recovery stroke is one of the diseases where you see dramatic recoveries within the cath lab itself so you take a patient he is not able to move one side of his body you do the procedure and and just after the procedure the patient starts improving in fact sometimes patient can regain complete power in the cath lab itself in in fair majority of patients there is substantial damage when the patient has come to us in such patients recoveries can take from 2 weeks to 2 months but it has been shown that once this procedure is done majority of the patients are going to do better after 3 months of the procedure that's wonderful to know and uh, uh, since you work with all these uh, uh, neurological disorders so i uh, i get to understand that you need to work in tandem with the medical specialists uh, the neurologists the neurosurgeons is that right absolutely uh, this this actually forms the cornerstone of our practice uh, uh, all of these diseases are treated as part of a team uh, and we tend to offer patient the best possible treatment which uh, we can offer uh, so for example a stroke patient is going to come into the emergency room and the first team that is going to assess these patients will be the emergency doctors and once uh, once we see that patient is having stroke simultaneous calls are given to the neurologist on call the radiology uh, team on call as well as the neurointervention interventionist on call and uh, we get quick imaging done it is interpreted very quickly uh, the images are then discussed among the teams to provide patient with the best possible treatment uh, same is with say a patient who has come with brain hemorrhage again the patient will come with a brain hemorrhage you get uh, imaging of the patient done Uh, we get the neurosurgeon on board very quickly and uh, whatever is the finding on the initial investigation uh, we tend to offer patient the best possible treatment whether it is neuro intervention it can be medical or it can be surgical treatment up front and all the teams continue to uh, see the progress of the patient uh, when the patient is actually admitted within the within the hospital even though the primary treatment might have been done by the other team so it is very important for us to give our timely inputs all but it is more important for us to actually receive timely inputs from the other teams before we go ahead and uh, plan any kind of procedure on, on such patients yeah 
so you've talked about stroke you've talked about uh, av malformations uh, apart from the, these what are the other technological advancements which have significantly impacted the field of uh, neurointerventional radiology in the recent years so over the past decade or so uh, we can broadly we can broadly divide these uh, advancements into two two major subheads the first is emergence of lot of medical evidence to support treatment by this modality so over the last 10 years multiple scientific papers multiple rct randomized control trials have come in various peer reviewed journals which have conclusively beyond doubt proven medical efficacy of these procedures in fact these procedures are so efficacious that they should be, we should now uh, we are now in a, a stage where we have to answer why we should not be doing uh, emergency procedures in patient rather than why we should be doing it the other important part is improvement in the equipment the hardwares and the extra modality that we use has allowed us to increase the spectrum of diseases that we can treat majority of our patients have very minim very uh, uh, small uh, hospital stay post procedures patient are either kept in recovery room or in icu maximum for a day and we can look at uh, an early discharge of these patients uh, there is minimum morbidity and mortality associated with these procedures they are very safe and we have now started to encompass uh, uh, newer uh, diseases that were not initially treated by these modalities so we have started placing stents within the brain for a plaque deposition within the brain uh, we have started placing stents on the sinuses of the brain to relieve uh, the high pressure in the brain uh, we have started developing new techniques where we can we can tackle aggressive brain tumors in conjunction with the neurosurgeons Uh, to provide uh, optimum uh, treatment and relatively lower recurrence rates uh, we are also working on newer techniques uh, uh, which are coming up uh, with respect uh, with, with respect to aneurysms that make the treatment even more safe for the patients and we tend to minimize uh, the hospital stay further Uh, so uh, dr nishchand you talked about uh, a patient recovery faster has uh, icu stay is uh, less and uh, the safety of the procedures so what would the patient expect that uh, what his experience should be when he's uh, advised to undergo this procedure so so all kinds of procedures are actually different when we uh, talk about them so the the simplest procedure that we do is known as cerebral angiogram where we just go and look at the blood vessels in the brain it's an it's an about approximately half an hour procedure uh, the patients are generally admitted in the morning we do the case and after the angiogram the patient can be discharged within next 6 uh, to 7 hours okay as as far as elective procedures are considered majority of brain procedures are done under general anesthesia again the patient will be called in hospital one day prior to the procedure we do do these procedures under general anesthesia the patient in majority of uh, instances is then woken up in the procedure room itself and since it's a brain procedure we tend to keep patients in icu for a day and if the patient has tolerated the procedure well then we keep in a ward for a day or two just to help the patient recover and within couple of days we can discharge from the hospital 
patients can get back to their normal lifestyle within a week from discharge from the hospital in case of an elective case or when the brain hemorrhages uh, say uh, not that much not a big bleed so recovery from these procedures is very fast the patient can get back to their life very quickly and uh, the major the major uh, advantages we we are not going to open up the brain uh, we don't open up the skull we don't open up the brain so the the, the the surgical morbidity to patient is very very less yeah and the patient would feel more comfortable in a minimally invasive uh, setup rather than uh, you know undergoing an open brain surgery absolutely absolutely patient is more comfortable there's no doubt it has been proven conclusively that these procedures are relatively less risky the risk to life or risk of severe brain damage involved with these procedures is very minimal uh the icu stay is on the uh, lesser side uh, as a result of which uh, uh, the expenses uh, involved with the procedures is also relatively less uh, when we talk about hospital admission and the cost involved and the best part is patient can actually get back to their work to their lifestyle very very quickly that's wonderful to know dr nishan um as a neurointerventional radiologist what is the challenge which you face in a day to day uh, setup So, so the biggest challenge, you know, the biggest challenge is basically uh, getting our uh, patients or colleagues to accept this modality as one of the treatment options, and uh, the the growth uh, in field of interventional neuroradiology over last five to ten years has been phenomenal, and uh, initially uh, the diseases that were uh, either uh, not treated by neurointervention or the risk involved with the procedure were thought to be high. are now very safe and very efficaciously can be treated with these uh, uh, advanced modalities and uh, the biggest challenge i would say is just to get uh, the right treatment to the right patient uh, uh, making that happen is one of the biggest challenge that we face uh, in our day to day practice uh, so dr nishant uh, can you tell us how does ongoing research contribute to the development and uh, improvement of the procedures in neurointerventional radiology so uh, as with other fields within the medical science research forms a very very important part of neurointerventional radiology also uh, research is required first for us to validate the procedures that we are going to do in the patients so since these are newer procedures these are procedures that have just come up on the horizon uh, they need to be validated with adequate medical research before we go ahead and do them in the patients research and innovation also allows us to come up with newer procedures using newer devices that make these procedures more efficacious and relatively more safe as compared to their older generation counterparts uh, i would like to give example of uh, treatment of acute stroke so we had five trials that came up almost simultaneously in year 2015 that actually changed the face Uh, of how we manage acute stroke patients so once you are armed with lot of medical evidence it becomes very uh, convincing uh, it becomes very convincing for you to even bring your uh, other colleagues on board for uh, offering patients newer treatment uh, and we are very confident uh, when we are trying to offer these to our patients the other thing is this also helps us in explaining the patient what they should expect out of the procedures what will be the expected outcomes and what are the risks involved 
So once you have all this scientific data with you, it it becomes very easy for you to go ahead with the procedures. Very true. There are uh, yes, Doctor Nishan. And there are few, and in every 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 year or now there are newer innovations that come up uh, uh, that that uh, can actually help us either in performing these procedures or we are including newer diseases uh, that can be treated in the non-invasive manner in which we uh, treat our patients. Uh, so, when you talked about uh, newer technology, newer innovations, are there any new exciting trends or emerging technologies on the horizon for neurointerventional radiology? So, one of the one of the changes that has happened over the last couple of years is we were trying to first do all of the cases through uh, the leg, and now more of, more and more we are shifting to uh, doing these procedures from arm. So once we are doing these procedures from arm or it is called as a radial route, this allows patient a very early mobility. So initially we used to keep patients in bed for six to eight hours after the procedures. Now patients can be mobile in about 30 minutes to an hour after the procedure. Uh, the other thing that is coming up is uh, called as uh, robotic uh, robotics in neurointervention. So this is important for the personnel involved in neurointervention. Uh, we can now perform these uh, procedures even from a remote location. So this uh, will probably help in future to increase the availability of these procedures to remote areas. Uh, it reduces the radiation dose for the people involved in the procedure. And definitely once uh, robotics is involved, the precision of the procedures uh, increases uh, tremendously. That is very exciting to know robotics especially in uh, neurointervention that is something absolutely new uh, dr nishant uh, is there any uh, success story which you would like to share uh, which has made a positive impact in in your patient's life something which you know changed a patient's total uh, so, uh, so, uh, one of the one of the things with neurointervention uh, is going to be that uh, it is it is it is a very, very rewarding field uh, with the respect to patient outcomes. And once you have your patients coming back to you uh, and patients with good clinical outcomes, it was very rewarding for you to see such patients. Uh, in fact, we had uh, we had a very, very uh, uh, tricky case a couple of months back. Uh, it was a 17-year-old child and the patient had a giant uh, aneurysm, which is a balloon in the brain. Uh, it, had, it had actually ruptured. And the child uh, came up in a very pretty bad shape, and we were able to place in a, a, a complex device uh, called as a flow diverter to treat that uh, uh, aneurysm. The patient was uh, then uh, also treated by the neurosurgical team for placement of a shunt. And after a month uh, stay in the hospital, the child has actually made a remarkable recovery. Uh, he's uh, he's back to his school. Uh, there is no neurological deficit. He is absolutely fit and fine, and uh, it is it is uh, it probably is one of uh, uh, how can I put it? It's a it's a it's a tremendous case uh, uh, with respect to the patient outcome, and it is very gratifying to see uh, such patients coming back to you. And this is actually one of the uh, one of the joys associated with the field. That was really awe-inspiring, Dr. Nishchand. Thank you so much for this enlightening conversation. Um, thank you for joining us in the live session. Thank you once again. Uh,
वी आर ऑल्सो स्ट्रीमिंग दिस आउट एज अ पॉडकास्ट एज हेलो अपोलो ऑन स्पॉटिफाई आई ट्यूज गूगल पॉडकास्ट एमजॉन म्यूजिक थैंक यू डियर व्यूअर्स एंड लिसनर्स फॉर चूनिंग इन एंड मेकिंग अस ग्रो इन सच लार्ज नंबर्स टू आर लिसनर्स एंड व्यूअर्स इफ यू नीड एनी प्रोफेशनल हेल्प यू कैन रीच आउट टू आर्स थ्रू द डिटेल्स मैंशन बिलो और थ्रू आर सोशल मीडिया चैनल्स टू नो मोर अबाउट हेल्थ केयर एंड आर अपकमिंग एपिसोड्स do follow subscribe share this message to your family friends loved ones for any suggestions regarding the topic which discussed today dm us on a social media handle apollo hospitals delhi will be happy to connect till then stay happy stay safe and stay healthy